What's going on, Cheat Coach Sports Fantasy Football Podcast listeners? You got Kevin Stevie P coming at you. What's going on, Steve? What's going on, Kev? What's going on, world? What's going on, everyone? So today is DFS day. Uh, so let's get right into it. All right, we're going to speed this thing up really quick. Uh, get into you know all the positions that we like, uh, high and low priced. Uh, started off at quarterback. Um, obviously, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I mean, got, against the Jets. Like, I mean, doesn't he have to be like the number one guy? But this is what I was thinking, right? The Jets can't stop the run either. So if they decide they're going to use Le'Veon Bell in his revenge game and, and you see H, it could be like they run the ball a shit ton. Bro. We'll get to that when the running backs come. For but, real. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, uh yeah, I, I still think Mahomes probably throws for three touchdowns and, uh, you know, 225 in this game, but, you know, 250 in this game. But, yeah, I mean, if that's the case, there probably is better options. I mean, the, the Jets are fourth best, at, at according to DraftKings, uh, f- points towards quarterbacks. But that's probably because they are getting destroyed and teams just run the ball for the last quarter and a half to get the game over with. So you got to think you're really dealing with like two and a half quarters of production from the quarterback position uh, when you're, when you're going up against the jets. So this might not be the best game to play Patrick Mahomes just because of that reason. You know, they may get up 28 points halfway through the third quarter and just decide, yeah, we're done. We're done with, uh, you know, we're done throwing the ball. Yeah, actually, there's two guys that are the guys that I'm really aiming for this week. Yeah. One is Ryan Tannehill, and the other one is Justin Herbert, and they just happen to be back-to-back. I mean, Herbert Ryan is... Tannehill, Tannehill is my favorite quarterback this week. Yeah, I, I love these two guys. I mean, honestly, Cincinnati, they just can't stop anything. And honestly, if to me, it, it's more about Joe Mixon. Like, if, if they have Gio Bernard out there, the I think the offense could be a little bit, What's the word I want to say? They go three and out a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. And if that happens, Ryan Tannehill, I think, you know, goes bananas. So, you know, to me, with Gio Bernard, they throw the ball so much to him out of the backfield. They, they you know, they did it last week. It was actually a bunch of three and outs for them, you know, and then they ended up scoring on, you know, whatever plays against the Browns. But it was a lot of three and outs for them because they just, you know, they're throwing a lot more than they would with Joe Mixon. So, to me, that just puts Ryan Tannehill on the field a whole lot and makes me really like him this week. And then Justin Herbert, for me, you know, Denver just hasn't been great this year at really any one thing. They're they're not really great at stopping the pass. They're not really great at stopping the run either. they kind of just been mediocre at both. I mean, kind of middle-of-the-pack defense at both. And Herbert has basically thrown for 300 or three touchdowns in every single game. So, to me, you know, against Denver, I just don't think Denver is going to be able to – stop what this kid is doing and he's being really efficient like if you look at his numbers he's throwing the ball like 25 times he's throwing the ball 25 times getting 300 yards and three touchdowns like it's it don't even make no sense so it's not like he needs a super high pass volume to get you know to pay off for you so you know to me i like i really like those two guys yeah i love Tannehill this week um i i talked about it yesterday and i unfortunately i think you know we had a little communication issue yesterday with with our the, our podcast, but uh, I I talked about a league, you know, our league, Steve, where I'm actually like debating Ryan Tannehill over Russell Wilson this week, as crazy as it seems. Uh, you know, I'm well, probably going to start. San Fran and, and Seattle normally they bang it out. 
Yeah, I, I'm I'm really debating it. But uh, yeah, I like Tannehill as well. It's one of my higher priced guys, and another one, Aaron Rodgers. Um, you know this Minnesota secondary is not good. We've known that, and if you look at what Rodgers did in Week One, he just destroyed them. Uh, this could be kind of a game where Minnesota gets back and and kind of gets at them a little bit, but at the same time. This game's in Green Bay, which also makes me a little more comfortable starting Rodgers and, and not, you know, that that Minnesota thing doesn't have, you know, revenge game doesn't come back. So, yeah, I, I like Rodgers in this matchup as well. Yeah, I think if anything more, they they really put a focus on Devontae Adams and try to take him away because of how bad he beat them like a drum in the first game. Um, You know, so I think if anybody's affected by Minnesota coming out with a game plan to try to stop them, I think it's. You know, I think it's Devontae Adams. I, I still think he has a big game, but I, I don't know about, you know, two almost 200 yards and two touchdowns in yeah, the game. Like I mean, basket. that's probably not going to happen again. But, I you know, I could definitely see eight or nine catches for him for 100 yards and a touchdown, like, without a doubt. So, you know, I still like Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is a safe, very safe play this week. Um, yeah, and then for the lower-tier guys, there's actually a couple guys that I, I you know, I think I would play. But honestly, Joe Burrow to me, like 6,200, Joe Burrow to me against Tennessee. We've seen what Tennessee has done basically against everybody. They let everybody throw on them. You know what I mean? They just give up the pass. Uh, And they're a little bit better at stopping the run. So, you know, I think Joe Burrow is probably going to throw 40, 45 passes in this game like he does almost every single week. And if he does that against Tennessee, I think he's going to be very good. Um, Another guy that I actually really like. You know, that a lot of people, I think, are going to try to stay away from because, you know, the name is Derek Carr. You know, Derek Carr 5,500 to me is perfect because Cleveland, you know, they – I don't know what the hell happened to Cleveland. They just – you know, they had that 4-1 and one record, and ever since they've just been letting everybody shit on them in the passing game. So, you know, Derek Carr going to Cleveland, I could see Derek Carr throwing for 250 and two touchdowns without a problem in this game. And, you know, I think I'm going to have some Derek Carr in my lineups. Yep, I like both of those guys. And one more I will throw out there, uh, maybe just tournament play. Uh, I know we just talked about San Fran and Seattle banging it out, but Jimmy Garoppolo is only $5,400, and Seattle gives up a ton of passing yards. And if Seattle is able to move the ball against this defense, then San Fran is going to have to do a lot of throwing and catching up. And if that's the case, I think Jimmy Garoppolo could, you know, could have a pretty good game. I mean, for $5,400, he only needs to get you basically 16, 17 fantasy points for a 3X week. Uh, so, you know, to me, I think that that's pretty doable if, if he's going to have to throw the ball as much as what we think. Yep, I definitely agree. All right, let's move on to the running backs. El running back. Yeah, th- this week... I'll tell you what, I looked at all the running backs this week and really there's like five guys that I'm like, I'm probably going to have a lot of these five guys and everybody else is just going to be like, eh, you know, I guess I'll sprinkle in this guy every, you know, a little bit, but (laughs) Derrick Henry, without a doubt, Derrick Henry to me is like, I'm probably going to have a lot of Derrick Henry. Alvin Kamara, because I just I don't think that Chicago Bears running defense is as good as it looked over the past two weeks. You know, so those guys are no brainers. If Aaron Jones plays against Minnesota, that's to me no brainer. But we don't know. Kareem Hunt, 
I love me some Kareem Hunt. And he didn't have a big week last week, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. two straight weeks where his weeks haven't been like great. So he's kind of due. Exactly. Especially going into the bye week and Nick Chubb coming back on his heels. So exactly. we are, you know, definitely uh you know, definitely could see a Kareem Hunt big game. Yeah, definitely. And then the other two guys, you know, I'm not counting Aaron Jones because we don't know if, if, you know, I'm just telling you guys, if Aaron Jones plays, that's a guy I'm definitely interested in. But uh, Taylor and CEH, both of those guys, you know, the two rookies, I love them both this week. You know, the Jets can't stop anything, period. Doesn't matter, run or pass, they can't stop it. And Taylor, I think he's going to get 25 carries coming out of this bye week against Detroit, a team that, you know, last year, last week played pretty good against the run, but all season long has not played good against the run. So those five guys I'm going to have in a bunch of lineups. Yeah. Um, I like basically all five of those guys and I'm not counting out cook either because cook, you know, we've seen green Bay get run on and, you know, Ronald Jones had a hundred yards against them. Um, you know, to me, I think I think that you can run on Green Bay. Uh, you know, the only thing with Cook that you have to be careful of in this game is the same thing that happened in Week One. Yeah. You know, is that they? Huh? No, his injury makes me a little bit nervous too. Like I just, yeah. You know that that to me that I hate when guys get groins, man, because a groin is just so easy to tweak again. Like you you yeah. go to make a cut, his groin goes. And now you don't have Dalvin Cook the rest of the game. Like that that's the one thing that that kill, especially in DFS, you can't have those guys. Yeah, I, I agree to an extent, you know what I mean? Definitely agree because, frankly, you know, you can't, uh, you know, you can't have your guy go out in the first quarter with a groin tweak and, and, you know, at the same time, like week one, Dalvin Cook wasn't great because Minnesota got blown out and they weren't able to run the ball the way they were. Wow, Matt Ryan runs for a 13-yard touchdown. Um, yeah, all right. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, so I, I like all five of the guys you named and, uh, you know, Cook – uh, I, I would not be against putting Cook in a lineup, um, you know, because you can run on Green Bay. Uh, mid-tier guys, uh, what are some of the guys you like in the mid, mid-tiers? Um, there's a couple of guys here. I like, you know, obviously Josh Jacobs at 6,200. You know, I wouldn't mind playing Josh. Um, This, I'll tell you what, man. I don't know if it's just me, but do you like, Giovanni Bernard going up against Tennessee. For me, I just don't like that. I, like I know a lot of people have been talking Gio up, and they're like, as long as you know Mixon is not there, you know he's a he's a I, must start. But I don't feel that way. I don't like Gio. Uh, you know he really fell into the end zone last week. It was yeah. kind of you know what I mean. So yeah, I mean other than that, it wasn't really the greatest game for Giovanni Bernard. So no. I mean. 5800 it's always good you know because it's a very cheap price and you know you're getting a starting running back that's going to get you know 15 touches i don't know how many times he touched the ball last week but you know it's definitely a great price for the you know for a guy getting that many touches which you know uh, if he gets a point of touch somehow you know you know falls into the end zone again you know he's very easy you know up for up for a 3x week but you know, still, I, I don't like the matchup. You know, I didn't really like how he performed, especially against Cleveland. And mm-hmm. I, I think Tennessee's defense is uh, is good against the run, but just yeah. can't really do nothing against the pass. Yep, I agree. Um, So the other price guys that I like, you know, Jamal Williams, if there is no, if there is no, uh, yep. 
Aaron Jones. I mean, it's probably a must play. Uh, and then really after that, you think starts... Madison is the same way if Cook doesn't play? Even yeah, though they said... I, I mean, I would play Madison because just honestly because of how terrible he was the other week. I think they're going to make it a point to. Make sure Kirk Cousins don't have to throw the ball a whole lot, so they're going to make sure that the ball gets ran in this game. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if Madison is the guy and they decide to hold Cooks out one more week, you know, I would feel much more, you know, much comfortable, more comfortable starting Madison, you know, than I am starting Cook this week. Uh, and I know Cook could be great. Cook could be, you know, 150 yards and two touchdowns. There's no doubt. And I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm not talking about, you know, ability here. I'm talking about health. Like this dude, Madison is healthy. And Cook just tweaked his groin two weeks ago. So, yeah. you know, it makes me a little bit nervous. Um, But, yeah, uh, who was I going to talk about here? I was just looking at it. Um, I lost my play. Oh, Miles Gaskin. I love Miles. I was just yeah, going to say. Miles Gaskin, Gaskin is the other guy that I really like. Yeah. I mean, $5,200, and you know this guy is getting the ball the way he is, and – he catches the ball a lot. Yeah. He's got five or six catches. Um, the only thing that scares me about him is you don't know how Tua is going. Like yeah. Tan- Ryan or Fitzpatrick will check down to him. Obviously, he's yeah. he's older, experienced veteran. Yep. We don't know how Tua is going to. You know, Tua is a younger guy that'll likely try to force balls at times. That's the only thing that scares me with Gaskin not getting as many catches as he was with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I I don't know how many checkdowns he's gonna get. That is that is uh, a little bit like oh shit, I don't know what he's gonna get. But in the same breath, you know, I think that they're going to rely on him a little bit heavier, especially because you have Tua in there. You don't want to throw Tua in there, make him throw the ball thirty five times a game against the Rams defense, who has been great at getting to the quarterback all year long. You got Aaron Donald in the middle of the field, you know, in the middle of that that defensive line just terrorizing everyone. You know, I do think they're going to get Miles Gaston in, in a lot of space to get to, you know, and that's kind of what the Eagles did. And that's kind of what other teams did, you know, that slowed down Aaron, Aaron Donald. You know, they got the ball out of their hands quick on screens and got their hands, uh-huh. you know, just just get the ball out of the quarterback's hand because you ain't got a lot of time with no. Aaron Donald in the middle <laughs> of the field. Period. So I think that's, that's what they're going to try to do with Tua. You said made so much sense. Like, why would you start this dude in this game? Yeah, that's, that's Aaron what I'm Donald saying. His make, first game. Like, it don't make no on. sense, bro. It don't make no sense. But hey, you know, I, I and I get the move. I completely get the move because you know you want to get this quarterback going. Like he's he's the guy that's going to run your franchise for the next ten years. You're hoping. So you got you got to get him in there, and I get it. But not in this game. Like just like you should have played him. You know, last game. They played the Jets. Like the Jets yeah. were ass. Like play, let him play the Jets and get some NFL experience with a team that's shit. You know what I mean? Not to put him up against the Rams with Aaron Donald and and uh, Floyd on the outside coming after this dude. Like two is gonna get hit this week. I'm letting you Michael know. Rockers. If two is hip ain't healthy, they've all he, been playing good well, this year. If two is hip ain't healthy, I promise you they're gonna find out this weekend. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I promise you they're gonna find out this weekend. Yep. Uh, yeah, Jermichael Hasty is another guy I like because I do think he's going to get the bulk of the carries. You know, Seattle has not been the greatest defense. They are able to stop the run. Um, but Jarek McKinnon is another guy that's like really super low priced because nobody thinks he's going to get the touches. And I do think they're going to have to throw the ball to him because Seattle is just not good at stopping pass catching running backs or pass catchers, period. Anyone who catches the ball basically can catch it against Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so you know, I do think uh, people are sleeping on on the guy. On McKinnon, you're saying? Yeah, on McKinnon. I I I don't think McKinnon's going to be great, but you know, I think he has 
I think he has a safe floor. They're the only two running backs that are healthy for this team. Like Tevin Coleman still hasn't been cleared to come back. You know what I mean? Like that's what I was going to say. Uh, the only thing you got to pay attention before before putting those guys in your lineup is if Tevin Coleman gets healthy because yeah. at that point you just don't know how the running back situation is going to play out. Yeah, if Tevin Coleman com- comes back and they say he's healthy 100%, he's going to go, then that changes this whole thing. I'm not playing Jermichael. You know, I'm not playing hasty. I'm not. I'm not. No, I don't want nobody on that backfield. I'm just going to stay away from him in yeah. DFS. But you know, if it's just those two guys, I think Hasty's probably going to get 15 carries, and I think. You know, I think McKinnon is probably going to get five, six carries and, you know, six targets easily. Yep. And down goes Calvin Ridley, questionable with an ankle injury. Yeah, I've seen that. That sucks. Yep. All right. Let's go to on to some cheaper options. Uh, uh, cheap. one, uh, yeah, one guy I will say I like. All right. So I'm just going to bring it up. I, I think Le'Veon Bell is going to get the ball. I think they're going like coaches make it a point to get revenge players the ball. And Le'Veon is literally two weeks off of being on this field. You're you can't tell me that he don't want to go out and, and destroy Adam Gase and this team in this game. Like I, I think that they're going to give Le'Veon the ball at least fifteen times, and I think he scores a touchdown. And for forty six hundred bucks, I think it's worth it. Yep, I agree. Uh, LaMichael P. Ryan is another guy that I really like this week because they were throwing him the ball last week. He had three targets. I know it wasn't nothing crazy, but against this Kansas City Chiefs, I think they're going to get blown out. I don't even think it's going to be close. I think they're going to be losing by 40. And if that's the case, they're going to have to throw the ball. And LaMichael P. Ryan had three targets last week, caught two of them, 16 yards and a touchdown. Um, He had 11 carries for 39 yards. I just think that they need to get the ball in this kid's hands in space because he's very good in space. And you know, he can catch the ball very well. So LaMichael Pirine at 4,300, you know, I think he easily gets you 12, and that's 3X, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Um, Another one I'm going to throw out there is Malcolm Brown. $4,700 going against Miami's defense who can stop the pass. You know, they're very good against the pass with those corners, but they're not very good against the run. And, oh, I mean – Malcolm Brown's touching the ball just as much as Daryl Henderson, and Daryl Henderson is way more expensive. So, and Malcolm Brown obviously got the touchdown last week. I mean, I that was my fear going in with all the running backs uh, coming into the season was that Malcolm Brown was going to be the touchdown vulture. So that you know, uh, I, I think that Malcolm Brown definitely has the opportunity to fall into the end zone this week, and at forty seven hundred, very good price. Yep, my last guy is probably gonna be Zach Moss, just because. You know, Buffalo needs to figure out this running game, man. They need to do something. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to figure it out. But, you know, Singletary just hasn't been doing it. You know, it's been close to a 50-50 split. It's been more like 55-45, you know, in Singletary's direction. I don't know how much that changes this week. I think it's probably still going to stay that way uh, just because they're playing New England. Singletary had a pretty good two games against new england last year so maybe they're like you know what let's you know let's see what he can do against new england and if it's still bad then i think next week is the week where they really make a change but you know zach moss is a guy that you know i think they're starting to like in mm. buffalo you know they liked him in the offseason he got hurt you know and the same thing happened to devin singletary last year so i think if it's not this week it's definitely going to be next week that you're going to see zach moss starting to get more and more touches and if that is the case, you know, I'd rather be it, you know, especially on New England. New England has 
just on defenses look terrible. They can't stop anything on, on any any facet of the game. So, you know, to me, Zach Moss, you know, is a guy that I would throw a dart on in a GPP and see what happens. Yep. Anybody else? Any other cheaper options? Nah, not really anybody that I'm super confident in. GPP plays. Yeah. Dude, I'm just going to say this. We've been saying that Atlanta is good at stopping the run, and I'm learning why. Because Grady Jarrett is a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he's he's just yeah, he's big dude. He's, he's destroying them this this game right now. Uh, it's funny too because teams are, will, will you, it happens in every one of the Atlanta Falcons. I almost feel like they don't they don't watch the Atlanta Falcons tape because they try to run the ball in the beginning yeah. of the game and then they just figure out like holy shit we can't run the ball against this team. No, but and we then they start throwing over. the shit out of it. That's what happens in every game. It's happened in every game so far this year that I watched of Atlanta's. They start throwing the ball. I mean, they start running the ball in the beginning. They go three and out a couple of times because fucking Atlanta just kills them in stopping the run. They can't. They can't. They can't. You know, they can't. They can't run on them. And then they go, oh, you know what? We can't run on this team. And then Atlanta gets like a two touchdown lead. And then they go, okay, we can't run on this team. We just gotta throw. And then yep. the teams just go, screw it, and throw seven thousand times. Yep. <laughs> happens every week. Yep. All right, so let's move on to the wide receiver positions. What high-priced wide receivers do you like? Man, listen, I love Tyler Boyd this week. Tyler Boyd. Dude, (laughs) I love Tyler Boyd this week. I think Tyler Boyd is going off against Tennessee. I really like Tyler Boyd. Um, but the higher price guys, Devontae Adams, obviously, that's the no-brainer. I mean, he he looks like he, Tyler Boyd's kind of higher priced. I mean, he's obviously he's in like the yeah, he's in the top ten in price. It, yeah, maybe not top. Is it top ten? Five. Six, he's eleven. Seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, he's eleven. So yeah, he's he's up there. Yep. Um. So, this is the week that you get off a of locket. <laughs> Yeah. After that explosion last week, you don't he, play Tyler yeah. Lockett this week. Just no. so you guys know, that's not what happens. You play no. DK Metcalf, 100%. Um, I'm playing DK Metcalf on a lot of places because I think DK Metcalf is, is you know, going to be the guy that contributes, you know, that gets the attention, you know, of of uh, of this passing attack. And then Adam Thielen, you know, Adam Thielen, honestly, against Green Bay last time, a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, you got 100 yards and a touchdown. But if you watch that game, he didn't have shit until, like, the end of the third quarter when they were getting smashed. Like, they were getting smashed and just started throwing deep balls to him, and he just ended up catching a deep ball for a touchdown. So Adam Thielen is not a guy I'm, like, super high on. I know a lot of people are going to be like, oh, yeah, Adam Thielen had 100 yards and a touchdown last time they played. Uh, you know, in DFS, I'm probably not going that route. But, you know, the other guys – I like Tyreek Hill a lot this week. I was going to say, I like Reek. Yeah, (laughs) I like Reek a lot this week. Uh, Of the high-priced guys, the two guys that I think I'm probably going to have the most of is probably going to be Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. And then the rest of the guys are just going to be sprinkled in for me because I'm not really huge on Kenny Galladay this week going up against Indy. You know, Allen Robinson, even if he plays in this game, you know, I think he could have a good game, but, you know, he's, he's banged up with the concussion. He hasn't practiced all week and... You know, that makes me a little bit nervous. A.J. Brown against Cincinnati, I, you know, I'm all about that if he's healthy. But, you know, I know he got banged up again last week. So, yeah. to me. He didn't you know. practice today, but they also said that it wasn't that big a deal, that yeah. he was basically fine. So, yeah, so if they say he's definitely um, playing, then he's another guy that I'll have probably a lot in my lineups. Yeah. And then Michael Thomas, you know, I don't even think Michael Thomas is playing, if I'm being honest. Uh, he practiced today. 
He did practice? Yeah, he practiced in full today. Oh, well, there you go. That's that's good news. I need that. I need to hear that. <laughs> yeah, so of the top uh, 12 guys, honestly, those are the top guys that I'm looking at. You know I mean, I think instead of this being an Adam Thielen game, which everybody thinks it's going to be, I think it's going to be a Justin Jefferson game. So I'm going to have a lot of Justin Jefferson. And then for the top, that's the top 12 guys. So, you know, for me, that's that's how I'm feeling about them. I don't know how you feel about those guys. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I like all those. Um, Jefferson, I'm not as big on, uh, but I could definitely see it happening. Uh, I just like Green Bay secondary a lot. Uh, but I do think Jari Alexander will probably wind up getting feeling. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, from those guys, I, I said I love Tyler Boyd. I love Reek this week. Um, you know, and I'm definitely paying attention to the Stefan Gilmore uh, injury because if he's not out there, I love Stefan Diggs as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go on to the middle price guys. Oh, boy. Am I crazy for saying I'm going to have a lot of Robert Woods? Not crazy. I mean, they play Miami. Miami, I mean, they do got good corners, but we don't know how, you know, we don't know what those corners are going to be looking like. They could see Cooper Cup in the slot. They could be out on the outside. Who knows? Yeah, I I don't know what it is about this matchup that makes me really like Robert Woods. I, I You know what it is? They use Robert Woods in so many different positions. Like, they use him in the slot. They use him outside. They use him on end arounds. They use him all, all over the field. And I just think... I just think that Robert Wood really unlocks this offense. And against this Miami Dolphins team that can really cover on the outside, I think they're going to be using Robert Woods like all over the field. So I think Robert Woods could actually have a pretty good game in this one. Yeah, I can see it happening. Uh, do you think that any of those corners will be in the slot against Cooper Cup? I don't think so. I think that, I, I think Byron Jones and, and uh, Xavier Howard are going to stay outside. Uh, I mean, yeah. they don't really move into the slot. Every once in a blue moon, you'll see Xavier Howard move into the slot. If like the if the number one corner that he's shadowing is moving into the slot, or Byron Jones does the same thing because they kind of take away certain guys. And Byron Jones is one of the best cover corners in the league, so he does move into the slot if his guy goes there. But I don't think they're going to say, "Yeah, you know, take away Cooper Cup." I think they're going to, yeah. you know, I think they'll probably just leave Cooper Cup to do his thing, especially because you know. This team attacks you with their tight ends. They attack you with running backs out of the backfield. Like they do, they they do a lot of a lot of interesting things in in the Rams' offense that I don't think you know they will shatter shadow Cooper Cup, you know, when he's in the slot. All right. I think they'll just take away, you know, Reynolds, and you know, worry about Cooper yeah. Cup limiting him. All right. So here's my que- here's a question for you. I'm really curious about how do you feel about Keenan Allen this week? Oh man. So <sighs> Keenan Allen against Denver has a history of either being awesome or just being super terrible. If you look at his game log against he, Denver, I was going to say okay, I was going to say the same thing over the last 3 years he's had two very good games but not great games yeah. and then the rest of them were, bad. were bad. Yeah, really bad. So, but Chris Harris is no longer, no longer with, with them. Denver. Yeah, so, he's actually playing for the Chargers now. Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I, I like I think they I think Denver has seen what Keenan Allen can do for long enough to to be able to shut him down, but I will still, you know, in DFS, I'm not going to have a lot of Keenan Allen just because like I said, it there's too much of a, you know, either he has 100 yards, five catches and a touchdown 
or you know, I think it's two games where he has something around that stat line, eighty to hundred yards and two in a touchdown or two. And all the rest of the games are like four for fifty, you know, three for twenty seven. Uh, you know, like he just doesn't yeah. have big games against Denver. So especially it being in Denver, if it was in LA, I'd probably feel a little bit better. But it being in Denver, I'm probably gonna you know, it was snowing last week in Denver, so I'm probably gonna stay away from this one. Yep, I agree. Um any other middle price guys you like? Hell yeah. Jamison Crowder, if he's healthy, I'm I'm all over that boy. Yeah. KC is going to shit on the on the Jets. They they have no chance. <laughs> he's gonna have dude, he's gonna have he's gonna have fifteen targets. targets in this game. There is no doubt in my mind he's gonna have fifteen targets in this game. I don't know if he scores a touchdown, but if he has fifteen targets and catches eight of them for eighty yards, you know what I mean? Like he's at fifty eight hundred. I'm down. Let's do that. Yeah, I I love Jarvis Landry this week. Um, I think with no Odell Beckham, you're going to see, you know, basically Landry getting a ton of targets. And with that being the case, you know, uh, I think that he could have a big big week. You know, we we, we saw this a couple of years ago before Odell got there. Like Landry was huge like two years ago or yeah, two years ago at this point, like when there was no Odell. And I said, like, I think that this is going to make Baker play better because he's not going to have to force the ball to Odell Beckham as much. You know, there's no pressure to throw the ball to your star receiver. You can spread the ball around, which is what you saw him do last week when he was throwing to Higgins and Peoples Jones and stuff like that. But I do still think that Landry's going to be the primary target and he's probably going to get 10 targets in this game. And at $5,600, a guy getting 10 targets especially the t- t- kind of targets he's going to get. He's going to be a PPR machine. Yep, I agree. Uh, I have two guy, two more guys that I think I'm going to have in probably a lot of lineups, and then that's going to be it for the wide receivers for me. It's A.J. Green, just because the past two weeks, A.J. Green has been getting, like, double-digit targets, and he has eight and seven targets – or eight and seven catches, you know, respectively in those two games. Uh, last week he had 13 targets, seven catches, 82 yards. The week before that he had eight catches for 90 yards. So, you know, he's just getting targeted. So if A.J. Green ends up getting in the end zone and he sees 12 targets in a, against a Tennessee Titan team that I think is probably going to be pooping on him, you know, I like that. Can I guess your other guy? Go ahead, guess your other guy. Guess no, I was going to say, can I get John Brown? Yeah, John Brown. Definitely. John Brown, dude. John Brown always, like, look at the game logs. He always has a big game against New England. Like, last year, he had two games against New England, and both of those games he had big games. The one game he only had the one catch, but it was a 61-yard touchdown. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, hey, listen, for $4,400? All I need is a 64-yard touchdown. I'll be happy as shit at that. But, you know, listen, I, John Brown's healthy. I think they sat him out last week because they knew that they could probably win that game against the Jets, and they wanted him healthy for this New England game because this is the team that, that I think they're worried about in the division. They're not worried about the Jets or the Dolphins. I think they know they can beat those two teams, and I think that, you know, a Bill Belichick coach New England team is what is, you know, still a team that they need to beat in this division. So I think John Brown goes off. I think John Brown could easily see five or six targets. He's going to get all the, gap, you know, the uh, Gabriel touch or uh, Gabriel Davis targets, and I think he gets a couple of more deep shots. Yep, uh, I am 100% in agreement with you on John Brown. 
Um, and um, if there's no Allen Robinson, I like Anthony Miller. Uh, I think that he's, you know, Darnell Mooney seems to be getting a lot of tarnish from Nick Foles, but Darnell Mooney may, and he's only $3,500, so he's actually a good one too probably. But, you know, both of those guys, if there's no Allen Robinson this week, Nick Foles is going to have to throw to somebody, and New Orleans has not been good at stopping the pass this year. So um, both of those guys I could see, you know, out, you know, definitely outplaying their their price for you know their price. Yep, I agree. All right, tight ends, tight ends. George Kittle. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Every, I'm done. Yeah, period. that's Everybody. all I care about. Nah, George Kittle is going to see Jamal Adams. Nah, uh, this I, is not this is not the matchup that it was last year. Yeah, but I still do think that that's gonna, actually going to be awesome. Yeah, that, that is going to be awesome. Awesome matchup. Yep, that is going to be an awesome match. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that. So the two guys that I'm like hell bent set on getting in all my lineups is going to be Travis Kelsey because Kelsey gets Jets, and I'm just I I love every single second of that. Yep. And then the other guy that I'm going to probably have in a bunch of my lineups, it, it, well, it's really the two guys. I like I like either one of the Noah Fant Hunter Henry in that game. Because I do think it's going to be a snow game or, you know, at least a bad, like, not warm game. It's going to be cold. And what do quarterbacks like to do in the cold? Chuck it down. You know, check it down to the tight end. Check it down to the running back. So, you know, either Noah Fant or Hunter Henry, either one of those guys I'm cool with. I like Hunter Henry a little bit more because he's cheaper. I mean, he's only 4200 as where I have to spend 4700 for Noah Fant. So I'd rather spend, save that 500 uh, But either one of these guys is the two guys that I really have in my lineup. And the other rest of them, you know. Cook only if I, Thomas is I was going to say, I love Darren Waller this week. Yeah. Absolutely love Darren Waller this week. Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland still can't, can't stop, stop the team. Yeah, they still can't stop the <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I love Darren Waller this week. Yeah, uh, and then that tight end, that's, you know, I'll I'll tell you some cheap ones. I was going to say, I got a couple cheap ones. Well, yeah, I ain't cheap. Like, it depends. If Dallas Goddard play. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. I can't even say that because they ain't even. Damn, it's a Sunday night game. Yeah, it's Sunday night. Oh, game. I was looking at. I was looking at it. If Dallas Goddard plays, he was 4,500. I liked him, but Richard Rodgers, if he didn't play, it was only 3,900. And both of those guys are going to be worth that price. But they are the Sunday night game, so you would have to play. You know the 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 all week lineups. Yep. And John has obviously got one yes. of the better matchups against Cincinnati. And only forty one hundred dollars. Only forty one. And then the cheap, cheap guys that I'm probably going to have in some lineups, just because you know I punt tight end a lot in most of my lineups. I punt tight end. Uh, Trey Burton at thirty five hundred. Yep. Uh, Hunter Bryant at thirty two hundred, just because yep. you know Hunter, Hunter Bryant. Bryant. Yeah. If if Hooper's out, Hunter Bryant's going to see 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 some balls. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um. Irv Smith Jr., another guy that I think is probably going to see some targets because I think Green Bay is going to be pooping all over those guys. And then my last cheap, 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 cheap guy that I actually like a lot uh, is – what the hell is his name? Uh, Griffin. Griffin from – that's going to bother me. Ryan Griffin. Ryan Griffin from the Jets. From the Jets. Yep. So Ryan Griffin – you know, Herndon basically has not done anything this year, and I do think that Jets are going to have to throw the ball a lot. So this is like my pun of the week. Ryan Griffin, I'm going to call it. Ryan Griffin scores his first touchdown of the season this week because nobody expects it, and I think he sees at least five targets in this game because the Kansas City Chiefs are going to be pooping all over this team. That's a hell of a tournament play. 2800 bucks right 2800 bucks. 
That means he gets a touchdown. He probably goes 3x. Hell yeah. You're going to be real happy about that. Hell yes. All right. Defenses. Last but not least, uh, Jets. Or I'm sorry, not uh, Chiefs against the Jets. Chiefs, definitely. And Chargers against the, the Broncos. I love both of those defenses. Yep. I love Buffalo against New England. Yep. Because after what we saw last week, I don't know how you can think that Cam Newton is. Oh, my God. And there's no Julian Edelman. He seems to be like he's going to miss time. So now there's no – I don't know about Nikhil Harry. I know he was in the concussion protocol. Yeah. Cam's out here throwing a Demir Bird and um, – They uh, got nobody. Um, Jacoby Myers. Like, yeah. th- that's his receivers right now. Like, whew, you talk about a team that needs to make a trade. A.J. Green, where are you? He's <laughs> <laughs> a lion. You're yeah. not lying. All right, so my cheap defenses that I'm probably going to have, really, I'm going to be honest, the cheap defense that I'm probably going to have the most of is going to be the Lions. And it's because Phillip Rivers. Throwing interceptions yeah, all he's day always long, known baby. To, yo, he's always known to tow two, three interceptions for no damn reason against teams he shouldn't be throwing interceptions against. So, yeah. you know, Detroit could pick off two, three balls in this game. It would not surprise me at all. If they take one back to the house, boom, I just went all the money. So, you know, I'm gonna have a lot of lions. Uh, I and like then, yeah. I like the Browns. The Browns got a great line. They get to the quarterback, Miles Garrett. Now, the Miles Garrett, I don't think was practicing, so it's definitely something you got to pay attention to because mm-hmm. that changes my mind completely. But yeah, if if Miles Garrett, Mar- uh, Miles Garrett's playing, I love I love Cleveland uh, on the cheap option. Yep, and then that's basically it. I, you know, what I mean, I'm not starting the. Is that your second? Was that second your second team as well? Yeah, the Browns. Yep, Browns and Lions. And then, you know, I was thinking maybe a Dolphins if, you know what I mean? To me, it depends. For the Dolphins, I I think I probably have the Dolphins in some tournament lineups because I don't think anybody thinks that the Rams are going to turn the ball over a whole lot. But Miami at home, for some reason, seems to always do something. They always so, seem to, yeah, yeah, yeah. They always seem to do something at home, something that you're like, Jesus Christ, where the hell did that come from? But so it would not surprise me if Miami's defense had a pick six in this game or or something crazy. So I guess it's three teams: it's the Browns, Lions, and Dolphins for for me on the low end. Yep. All right, guys, there you have it. That is all of your DFS plays on the week. Um, you know, take them, go out and win some money. Uh, and we will be back tomorrow with more star sit stuff. Uh, and until next time, peace out guys. Peace.